the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Joining me now, Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist Briefing.com. Mr. Rosen, how are you? Good, up yourself? I'm good, except for I'm a little crazy about one story that's out there today. And let's see if I can get you to comment on it. Candy Crush is coming public. They're a maker <laughs> of. Uh, Candy Crush is a game that's addictive, and you can spend money and further your life in the game. What do you think about virtual currencies and virtual economies as an economist? Things that we just throw money into that we we buy cows in Farmville that aren't real cows. Well, we're buying entertainment. I mean, we're we're buying, uh, you know, some kind of leisure good. I mean, we're definitely not owning the cow in the way that you and I would think about owning a cow. But, I mean, this goes back probably, you know, more than 10 years when uh, people were playing, I'm trying to think of the games now, like World of Warcraft in the beginning and, you know, even games before that. I think there was one called Ultima Online where you, sure. people were selling houses in the games for big money on eBay because they were basically uh, spending all their time on the game. And then when they were through, someone else wanted to, you know, start in the game early, you know, later in the, in the process. So they're just selling luxury. That's it. Okay. I'm surprised that you had such a great answer to such a ridiculous question. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, and, and this is going a little bit off topic, but um, there was a video game uh, called Diablo 2, and sure. in the game there was a currency that was being made uh, out of a hard-to-find item, and there was an economics paper written about you know the way the monetary policy you know worked with shortages of this type of currency, this type of item, and and how everything played out. And I thought it was a fantastic paper, and it got ridiculed by you know the mainstream academic economists because it didn't use the standard methodology of, of testing something. But I thought it was a great way of uh, taking the experiment and, and using it in, in the real world. With that said, thank you for throwing that in there. Curveballs <laughs> like that add color to our lives, and people get it because some of our listeners play those games. So let's change gears and talk about the um, the obvious elephant in the room, the government shutdown. In theory, you're going to lose the ability to be an economist because reports won't be published if people in Washington aren't showing up at the Bureau of Labor to report economic data. What's your thoughts on not being able to have hard data? Um, it is very depressing. 
Okay. <laughs> I, right now, I mean, it, it's interesting. You go to the BEA's website, and they took down all the historical data, so you couldn't even do research unless you had downloaded it before the website uh, went down. So it, it makes my job more difficult in terms of what do we expect when uh, third quarter GDP is released at the end of the month, especially if we don't get any of the uh, normal August, late August and, and September data before then. Uh, you kind of just have to go by anecdotal evidence. I think there's going to be a lot more interest in the Fed's beige book when it comes out because we're not going to get the normal um, you know, academic hard data that we get. So we're going to rely on surveys. And I've been on record multiple times saying that I just dislike survey data because I don't think it, it tells a very good story of what's actually happening. But it's just something that we're going to have to deal with. With that out there, how do you feel about the shutdown? Do you think it gets resolved quickly? You don't have an opinion? Um, does it hurt our economy? It, it, it seems like it doesn't hurt in 10 days, but it might hurt in three months. It's a very strange event. Um, you know, basically the consensus estimate is that for every two weeks you're going to get you're going to lose about 0.3 percent of GDP growth. Now. Estimates go up and down depending on what the government does once it does get back online. In 95 and 96, when this happened, you had government paying uh, the salaries of workers that uh, were not in work. So they basically gave them back pay. Right. Well, today we have a bigger uh, problem with uh, budget deficits and arguments over that. So are you really going to see the, uh, you know, some kind of resolution, you know, and then pay out people's salaries that didn't do any work during those times, you know, it's tough because, I mean, I think that's the moral thing to do, but, you know, there's a good argument that if you're trying to, you know, pay down the debt and and have a lower deficit, then why should you just give money to people when they didn't work? So, you know, part of the type of growth then is, you know, you lose it today, but you get it back tomorrow, you know, kind of like a payback period uh, minus some, you know, restaurant expenditures because you can't go out to eat, you know, in, in, in the future because you already ate your dinner. But if that doesn't happen, then, then the effect is worse. But in itself, I mean, it's not going to be a long-lasting, uh, you know, recessionary trend. It's just kind of a one-time shock. The bigger concern is what happens if uh, we don't increase the debt ceiling by the time the Treasury needs to increase the debt ceiling. Okay, let's talk debt ceiling. Um, that's a crazy concept to someone who is a financial person like myself, because trying to sell debt that is insured or not insured or debt that might default or not, you're not going to get buyers. And the only people who are going to buy it maybe the Federal Reserve. It's it's fascinating to look at that uh, the, the debate or what's what's going on there. How do you look at that of failing on the debt ceiling? Let's just it's a hypothetical. Let's say we fail. How do you see that playing out? You know, it's one of those things that I don't even know how to model. I mean, all of a sudden, okay. you have the risk-free asset being a risky asset. So you're going to have to, you know, put some implied risk in the price. That's never happened before. And how do you price other risk off a risk, risk-free asset that now all of a sudden has risk? And what do, you know, are some companies uh, less risky than the federal government now with this? I mean, it throws in a huge, huge concern. And then you have things like insurance companies that are required to have certain assets on their books. 
you know, are they going to have to have something else along with their treasuries when they're holding, you know, these type of portfolios? And I, and I don't know. And I don't even know which way the the, uh, the rates will go. You know, do you have a big influx of buyers because people are concerned that, uh, you know, other, you know, quote-unquote risk-free assets in, uh, you know, other areas of the world become more risky than what they currently are, and you flood into treasuries? Like, it, it's a very bizarre sequence. And, you know, talking to the public, they just don't understand. And, and you're right about that. Like, there was a survey that was given up that, that I read yesterday that said 72 um, – percent of the people um, surveyed wanted uh, the government to restart um, and exclude the uh, the repeal of Obamacare, but that number actually went down to 62 percent when they asked the same question, should you increase the debt ceiling without, you know, removing Obamacare? Like, they got backwards. Like, you know, the government shutdown is not the big deal. It's It's the debt ceiling, you know. What happens, what type of liquidity crunch occurs because of that is just, it's scary to think about. Yeah, when you try to trade paper, it, it turns into a, a debate that is awkward to do on radio. Um, let's talk real quick. Um, I saw housing prices in Manhattan hit the highest level since 2007. Do you think, as an economist, that we came back too far too fast from our housing recession? Shouldn't it have lasted longer? Some places will. Um, okay. You know, Manhattan's got a you know a scarcity aspect to it, so it should come back quicker. Uh, just because you didn't lose that many people during the recession, but you didn't get any more space, so there's just not enough housing for the the amount of people there. Areas in you know Arizona and in uh, Nevada and in Florida where you could sprawl out as as far as you want. You know, the, 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 this, the areas that are farther away from the city, they're going to have a longer time to get to their prices back uh, to normal level or to, to pre-bubble uh, levels. Okay. Um, got a couple minutes left. As always, balls in your court. Anything that we need to know? Anything that you are working on? Nah, nothing much. Just trying to, you know, really get a grasp on where this uh, the debt ceiling debate is going to be. You know, it, it's very frustrating to try to explain to the public how bad it is if you go over the debt ceiling. You know, the idea that this is, you know, it's not something to be joking around with. It's not something to be uh, debating. It's something that shouldn't even exist, frankly. You know, if you agree to make these spending and you bought items, the government should pay for them. That's it. And the fact that you're even thinking about not paying for things you already bought is just ridiculous. Thanks very much for joining us. As always, it's Dr. Jeff Rosen. The next couple of weeks should be fun for him in the sense that there's a lot of ifs and buts. And ifs and buts were candy nuts or what a party we'd have, but it's not. So he's going to have to do some modeling that's crazy. Dr. Jeff Rosen, you can find his work at briefing.com. It's briefing.com. It's a site that I start every morning at. Um, whether you're looking for the long-form articles that are explaining scenarios on the economy, the market, uh, whether it's a sector that you want to look into, they have it all, in my opinion. It's a great site for users who want to be a little bit more informed in what's going on out there. Um, And by that, again, I'm throwing it out there, uh, briefing.com. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 
anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. We could talk about investing. We could talk about the market. Um, we could talk about the debt ceiling. I have to think, because of the absurdity of it, that it gets resolved. But maybe I don't take politics seriously enough. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. You can find me at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.